Due to COVID, this podcast was recorded remotely and we had some technical issues this time, which meant that in places, the audio quality was not where we would hope it to be. There are spoilers ahead for the TV show Succession and due to the nature of that show and our own potty mouths, adult language throughout. Check the podcast description for time codes for spoiler-free goodness. Hello and welcome to TV DNA. It's our seventh season. My name's Adam and I'm here with my co-host, Neil. Yeah, my name is Neil. Nice to meet you, Adam. And And who are you? Me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm Grace. Nice to meet you. (laughs) We've taken a strange turn already. So we're going to be talking about succession in this season. We're going to do a deep dive into each episode. We're starting, as you should do with most seasons, with episode one of season three, which is confusingly entitled Secession. I loved it, obviously. I'm trying to think if there's going to be something I don't enjoy about the show. I'm sure there will. But it just felt so good to be flung straight back into our lovely corrupted family and there was no six months later a year down the line it was straight in straight back and I was all for it I completely felt like that no time had passed I loved it I absolutely loved it I feel like I would start playing the Damien role and having something negative to say because it's clear you're both huge fans and I don't have very much because I also enjoyed it and it was like putting on an old pair of maybe stinky socks we got to this point so quickly in the season of who's going to be the ceo and yet another debate and discussion maybe because i just recently re-watched the final episode of season two where they're all having the discussions about who's going to take the fall but obviously that's the whole premise of the show so it does make sense to have that in there but i feel like the ceo crown is going to move around Do you really think that Jerry is going to stay the CEO for more than like two episodes? I'm sure Shiv's plotting revenge as we speak. I like Jerry as CEO. I thought that was quite a good move. I don't think she'll stay that way for very long. Adam, over the last decade or so, I've got familiar with the smell of your stinky socks. And in the metaphorical case of succession, I'm loving it, however stinky it may be. I agree with you, Grace. And we were talking off air last week about how we could possibly gain succession. And maybe it ought to be each week we predict who's going to be CEO at the end of the next episode. Because I think I agree, I think it's going to change hands. There was a real moment during this episode where I thought it was going to be Tom. No. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the twist at the end of the episode. They were talking about Roman and Shiv. And Jerry, I was like, yeah, it's going to be Tom. I would love for it to be Tom. You know how I feel about Tom. No, he could, I mean, he was immediately just like, not me, please, God, no, not me. <laughs> it was interesting, I thought, when the news came out from Tom and from Frank to the others on the other aeroplane that they were talking about the next CEO, the conversations were, do you want it now? And it kind of <laughs> is like this poison chalice at the moment. Tom had to call Shiv to check, do you want it now? And Roman was calling his dad and saying, yeah, you know, I want it. I definitely want it, but maybe give it to Jerry now. Roman is probably the most honest of all of them. You absolutely know where you stand with Roman. He said, look, I mean, he was hedging his, not hedging his bets, but he was being careful in that conversation. But quite clearly he was like, I don't want to do this right now. I honestly think Jerry would be the best person right now in episode one. Maybe by episode three, 
I'd like to be CEO. But I think he made a, an error of judgment there, which is something that I've come to learn about Logan more and more is that he just hates it whenever anyone asks explicitly what they want. He's just not interested. You need to be manoeuvring. You need to be plotting. I don't want to see it coming. So as soon as Rowan was like, I do want it eventually, he kind of fell out of favour. And I think that's just so Logan. It's like, don't ask him explicitly for something. I mean, Logan said immediately after that conversation, Roman's out. But I also feel like the only thing that Logan respects is ruthlessness. Mm. And I honestly think he respects that in Kendall. He honestly, I think, has an element of respect for his son, even if potentially burning him at stake. I think he respects that in um, Roman as well. Let's talk about Kendall for a bit. We see him, first of all, in the bathtub, having to (laughs) take a moment. I love the idea of Greg having to try and knock the door. (laughs) He's he's all action stations. There's some some wonderful Kendall moments in this. The incredible line of, how do you know I haven't killed someone? was just within what what was that within 12 minutes of the episode Kendall had come out with this huge throwback to season one that I felt like the whole audience just went like whoa it was brilliant and just like seeing Kendall's smile is both enjoyable and very unsettling I really loved when they're in the car and he gets a phone call from his dad and he can't answer it. He has the phone with his PA. I mean, to be a PA for any of these people must just be the most terrifying thing in the world. And then we get this great conversation where she's trying to pass it on. And Logan's like, yeah, I can hear him. I'll grind his fucking bones to make my bread. And then Kendall comes out with this, as Kendall always does. He doesn't have a way with words. So he fudges all of this different stuff. So yeah, I'm going to run up his fucking beanstalk or whatever it was he said. Oh, it's hilarious. The humour in this is absolutely outstanding. What I loved about that is it would have been really easy for the middle person to try and ease what was being said. But I loved the discomfort of her actually repeating what was being said. To top all of that off, when she's like, okay, bye, at the end of the <laughs> There was such amazing character development for her, who we haven't seen a lot of in the space of about a minute. I just got so much. She also wouldn't swear. She bleeped Logan the balls to do that. But what do we think about Kendall's potential rekindling with his wife? Is this on the cards? Did we feel that that was something? I loved the awkwardness of that. And I loved how much he kept her smile on, her game face. He's clearly asking more than he deserves. I loved how his ex-wife was, yeah, okay. So he's got press at his apartment or wherever he lives. He's had his access revoked from Waystar, so he can't get into the office because of his actions. The only place he can go is to his ex-wife's house, where he starts then holding court. There's going to be four or five more people coming in a minute to have a meeting with me. I'm watching a lot of this episode on the train because I've been in and out to work today. And I can miss what happened towards the end. She screams. So Greg, has, uh, cousin Greg, full title, has opened a large 
bottle of red wine that was the vintage bottle that her godfather gave her. And she's like, did you not even see the dust on the top of it? And obviously Cousin Grey's like bumbling around. It's such a metaphor for the whole situation that she doesn't want these people in her house. They're coming and they're entitled and they're taking things. And it was just such a lovely, beautiful moment of this is exactly what everyone's meaning to say, but it's through this bottle of wine. (laughs) On top of that, there's this awkward flirty moment between Kendall and and Ross's ex-wife. And he's like, oh, I've, I've invited Nay, my new girlfriend, to come up. That's cool, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, still, like, game face on, that's all fine. When she arrives, Kendall asks his ex-wife to chat to her. But we, you'll look up a name, won't you, while I'm in this important meeting? And she's like, no, actually, that's a step too far, so I'm just gonna... Yeah, brilliant. But also, didn't Greg say that it was the new girlfriend who suggested that the bottle was opened? Yeah, he said that she suggested it. I think what was really telling was when Kendall was absolutely buzzing running around the apartment and then was like, isn't this amazing? All these incredible women surrounding us. At that point, I was like, what are you in this for? He was just completely adrenaline pumped. And that meeting with the lawyer was just... No, sorry, the media, the media company. Some of the phrases he was coming out with were so cringing I just couldn't bear it speaking over them oh god he completely mansplained the whole situation and was trying desperately to take some kind of control if you just let them speak they might have had something with more substance to say but no Kendall just bulldozed through the whole thing I am worried I don't think he's gonna sustain this are you really worried about Kendall I just don't want to see him like crumble into dust again. I think he's come out of the blocks very fast. He's moving much faster than Logan. Let's just talk about Greg because early on I was on the floor rolling with laughter. The actor, amazing. What's the division? He, it was Kendall who gave him the title, but he absolutely went on board with it 100%. So Kendall asks him to take the cultural thermometer. Cultural temperature, was it? His first thing back is, well, the first thing I want to say is, the internet is big. You're bigger than tater tops. The Pope is following you. Well, actually, it's not the Pope. It's someone whose last name is Pope. Honestly, he had absolutely no idea of what his position was. It's interesting. A prediction for Greg this season, though. I mean, what do we think? Because... I think maybe his narrative arc is going to be, I hope that he thinks about the principles of the first season again. I think he's going to have a little internal battle. Something's going to happen that's going to make Greg think, oh God, this is a horrible place to be in and maybe I should leave. And I'm hoping and I'm thinking that could be a romantic relationship. I can't wait for Greg and Tom to get screen time again. That was really missing. You're right, Neil. I was wondering why there was a hole in my heart and that was it. (laughs) Props to Nicholas Braun, who plays Greg. I think he was absolutely superb in this. I don't think he actually knows what his job is or how to do any of the jobs he's ever had for the company, but somehow has worked his way around to being this vaguely important figure that doesn't have to do anything. But also it's interesting that he's decided to back Kendall. And this is the other thing that I want to talk about, the promotional image for this season. And there's this brilliant image with Kendall on one side, Logan on the other side, and it feels like they're split into teams because you've got Shiv and you've got Roman behind Logan and then behind Kendall, you've got Greg and Tom. Oh! Cameron's sort of in the background, which is probably where Cameron is. 
Uh, but slightly on, on Logan's side, that image suggests that Tom's going to be coming over to the Kendall side. I think Tom and Shiv are going to part. I think there's going to be a chasm that's going to open up between them. That's my prediction. This sexless marriage of convenience will suddenly become less convenient. I think the Tom and Shiv relationship will be a very complicated and no doubt funny brokering part of it. There'll be constant changing sides. But as you say, Adam, the, the poster suggests that Tom will follow Kendall. But so far, it seems like he's treading water. I mean, he's been treading water for the whole target. It feels a bit like he doesn't know his place in the same way that Greg doesn't really. But they're desperately picking sides randomly depending on who's on top it's going to be interesting to see if their marriage survives this season i'd be surprised <laughs> i thought this was a good episode for tom he wasn't in it much but actually he was on the plane with logan he was there with, with logan and frank and, uh, and carl carl Ugh. he stood his ground and said i think it should be this and logan looks at him what are you an opinion and he stood his ground and defended it and then logan said maybe it should be you no nope, not me i'm just a bit too rich for me right now and so i think maybe if that's going to continue if they're going to be in sarajevo together for a while then maybe logan is going to start to feel like tom is the son he never had <gasps> oh Considering, as he said himself, that he's choosing between his children, I don't know. I honestly think that the dynamics dramatically with Tom and Shiv still being together has got a lot more play yet. My feeling is it'll be a while if they ever do split. Mm -hmm. Like, properly split. Obviously, right now, they're not really together. I think, politically, they will still be a partnership. Come on, then. Which side are you on? Which side would you choose? You've got Team Logan. You're in exile in Sarajevo. Or you've got Team Kendall. Unhinged, adrenaline fueled maverick roaming around with a large bottle of red. You choose. Personally, I think Logan will win the day. It feels a bit wrong to say I'd side with this criminal. I mean, what is Kendall doing? I mean, seriously, <laughs> what is Kendall doing? And he hasn't got a plan. This is the problem. There is no plan. He didn't think beyond that press conference, I don't think. No, but he's the man at the moment. Like the popular view out there in that world is that Kendall has done a good thing by outing this corrupt, you know, multi-millionaire. Kendall feels like he has right on his side, whereas mm. Logan's literally had to run away to a different country. But I agree with Neil, absolutely, that I think Logan will win out in the end. I'm going to go and live in the forest with Logan's brother. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Let's look at this Melissa character. Logan and Kendall have both been courting this lawyer and she ends up working with Logan. Doesn't she end up with Kendall? She goes and has a meeting with Kendall. She spoils her chances with Logan by not being able to get this lawyer, Lisa, or Lise, because they were old friends. So that's the challenge that's laid down to Shiv and what ends up ruling her out of the CEO position. It's hinted at in that scene, but the reason that she, you know, she says, don't tell me any confidential information. And then Shiv works out it's because she's already agreed to have a meeting with Kendall. Sana Lathan is the name of the actress. I thought she was really, really good in this episode. Yeah, and no, I thought she was really good. I have a question, though. You know how we're talking about everyone's getting their ammo ready for this war? You know, they're getting their size and their ammo. Hasn't Logan still got on Kendall 
the manslaughter of that lad. Yeah, that's a really good point. Maybe that will come up in episode two. Or is it that enough people have died now that they're just neutral? Well, they've also got the drug addicts with Kendall as well. Yeah, and let's not forget how this episode ended with Logan shouting, we'll go full fucking beast on Kendall. And he walked out in the end of that scene. He looked like a bit of a lost old man to me, kind of bumbling through this episode a little bit. And there were periods where they were like, should we talk to him? And he'd lost his phone. I think with Logan, what might happen is we might get to a point where he is quite alone. That seems like quite a, an extreme version of like where we see him now. And I think he might get to the brink of his options and then he'll obviously come up with something genius and monstrous to get back into power. It's going to be interesting to see how he handles that. Probably not well, I imagine. (laughs) Whenever has Logan handled anything well? I think it's very interesting the president won't officially back him. And also the fact that Logan decided that he would stand down as CEO. I think Logan is really thinking through tactics here and i completely suspect that he will find the tactic that will get him back on top however he knows right now he's not in a good position he's got to do two things right he's got to try and stay out of prison and he's got to try and save the company and the threat of the shareholders is still very much there he's got both of those things going on and the third thing is he just he really can't get the shits else they're all fucked absolutely I love that line. I absolutely love the line. We're not going to eat because if I get the shits, we're all fucked. He decided to not be CEO anymore. And therefore, it was mostly a case of his children. And by the end of the episode, it was Jerry, even if that's going to be temporary. What's our thoughts on that? He wants a puppet, doesn't he? He wants someone that he can control and tell what to do. So he's not really relinquishing control, but he can't be the CEO at the moment. In order to save the company, he has to be the full guy that they were looking for at the end of the last season. There was just two separate lines in two separate scenes I thought were quite telling in that Logan says, I'll be the puppet master. And then in the scene with Kendall, and I believe the lawyer, Kendall says, I'll just be your puppet. Logan's lost his puppet and Kendall's lost his puppet master and they're both seeking those people in their lives and I was like oh okay that's really interesting and it makes total sense. I did love all the conversations they were having about do we have to cooperate with the government? Is that something we have to do? Why can't we get these two old boys in a room and chat? Sack the Department of Justice, sack them all, doesn't matter. I do want to touch on Shiv a little bit who we, we mentioned briefly but just to come back to her. Is there an element of sympathy for Shiv in that she doesn't really get a look in or Is she just equally as vile as the rest of them? I think it's difficult with Shiv because we can't predict her at all. One minute she's supporting anti-Logan and the next minute what's best for her is to support her father. And obviously there is an element of love there. I think that wild card and that maverick side to Shiv is one of the many elements that keeps us hooked. Yeah, I think her political background, I think she's the best at manoeuvring in and out of position. And I think she's the best at manoeuvring other people around. And so I think she's just positioning herself in a free flow element of it. But I think it was interesting that when her back was up against the wall in that phone call, she said, I want it. I want the, I want to be CEO. I want it. 
And that did surprise me a little bit. I think she genuinely really does want it, but it always surprises me. I'm like, really, Shiv? I think that 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 decision, I feel like it's fueled with, like you say, Neil, like love and respect for her dad and maybe not actually what's best for her. Because I also don't think Logan's ever going to give it to her. I don't think it's ever going to come. But she's clearly the most qualified for the job. A classic. But Adam, why do you think Logan wouldn't do that? I think partly because she's his daughter rather than his son. So it's a it's gender thing. I absolutely yeah. think that, that's part of it. But I just think he's never really been serious about Shiv from all of the conversations they've had in the past. Any time that he's had the opportunity to back her publicly, he's not done it. And he's very rarely done it in front of anyone other than Shiv herself. What do you think her change of plan is? So she gets the call from... Roman and he sings his little song to her and then she says to her driver there's a change of plan and they're going somewhere else where do you think she's headed next well the Twitter sphere were like she's going to see Kendall but I don't know I think that's too obvious maybe she's going to see that lawyer again or potentially back to politics I mean she was working for the senator that was part of the inquiry into their waste star that's the beauty of this show though is we we really don't know what anyone's gonna do <laughs> So let's do two things then to wrap this episode one up. Before we wrap this episode up, we haven't spoken about Connor. He hasn't really done a lot this episode, but it's quite clear from the trailer that he makes a play at some point. How do we think that might progress? And there's also his decision that he wants to be President of the United States. Well, earlier when Grace was asking whether I was Team Logan or Team Kendall, I did want to say that I was Team Connor. Actually, I'd just like to hang out at the airport. Maybe I'll devise a new show with Willow and we'll create a rescue show for her, one that's gone appallingly badly. I have to say one of my favourite moments of previous seasons is when the sand mites are in Willow's set. You know, her set for her play is just a mound of sand. I rewatched that last episode of season two and she's reading the reviews of the play and just throws the iPad overboard. We've all been there, Adam. And in this episode, there's been some really shit reviews, but maybe we take advantage of that. Maybe we publicise how shit your reviews have been. And the look on her face was, "Mm, I don't know. Are they ever going to get out of the airport? Logan, you stay here and manage the situation. (laughs) Maybe the whole series, they'll just stay in the airport. Managing the ground crew. I don't know. I do think he'll run for president. I think they'll all he'll run for primaries or something there will be some sort of election campaign um, or he might slightly downgrade his aspirations from president and go for something slightly more I'd say achievable but I'm not even sure it is it's not that far from reality is it that someone like Cameron could be you know with the right people Honor. sorry Cameron's who he plays in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like Connor could be with the right people behind him could quite conceivably become. I mean, actually, far worse have been. Favorite line of the episode? Can I have two? So I really loved it when Logan just screamed, "It's war, fuck off!" Because for me, those four lines really sum up Succession. And then what the other bit I loved because what I love so much about so many of the lines is how visceral they are and how unsettling they are. Especially the insults, they put a visual image in your head that is really hard to get away from. And for me, 
just the thought of Logan dropping his panties was just too much. <laughs> I, I'd already erased that from my memory. Thank you for bringing that back. Well, for me, favourite line, well, it kind of has to be, he used to say, I haven't killed anyone from Kendall. He's obviously made that decision that he's basically going to sacrifice his father. And there's so many Oedipal and dark deep stuff there. I think the internet is big was the thing that made me laugh <laughs> the most. But I'm gonna give it to tell him I'm gonna run up the fucking beanstalk. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favourite line. Do you want to play who's gonna be CEO next week? Yeah, okay. So two points if you get it right. The person you, you predict is still CEO or the new CEO at the end of episode two. I think we'll let Grace go first and then we'll go in alphabetical order, shall we? Oh God, the pressure. I'm gonna say I think I, I think it's gonna be Roman. <laughs> and I don't ask me why. <laughs> I'm gonna play slightly safe and I'm gonna say that it won't move that fast and Jerry will still be CEO by the end of episode two. That's what I was going to do. Now it feels like I'm just copying you. Just go with your heart, Adam. Just say Connor. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Neil, I'm afraid. I'm going to stick. I'm going to go with Jerry as well. It does feel like the safest move to go with a person who's incumbent. Well, we'll see, won't we? Well, very much looking forward to episode two, but should we quickly talk about anything else that we're watching at the moment? I finished... Ted Lasso season two just really loved it it's kind of veering towards a dramedy rather than a comedy it deals rather brilliantly with mental health fatherhood and our agency to make choices those are the themes that run through Ted Lasso in season two for a show that's ostensibly about a football team it passes the Bechdel test with pretty much every single episode that it has the Christmas episode in particular definitely made me weep that is now going to be standard Christmas viewing in the Hemming household. If you needed any more recommendations for Ted Lasso, we probably can't keep talking about it on this podcast. We mentioned it far too much. How can I watch it, Adam? It's on Apple TV. What have you been watching? I have been watching Foundation. I'm absolutely loving it. Other than that, I'm, I'm going to completely shame myself. But it is very much through family peer pressure. I've been watching Shrieky Come Dancing and I'm not going to apologise for that because as someone who works in the arts, I completely respect the skill and the theatricality of um, really good dancing. What? Who's going to win it and who's the comedy act this year? The comedy celebs are kind of slightly falling by the wayside. Robert Webb stepped down. I kind of think that it's going to be a winner at the moment, will be someone very popularist. It's probably going to be either Gordon Ramsay's daughter or it's going to be Adam Peaty, the swimmer in the Olympics, or it might be Tom Fletcher from McFly. Gordon Ramsay's daughter. Tilly Ramsay. Well, I don't think you should ever apologise for watching Strictly. I watched it and will continue to watch it. It's like a nice sequined hug. And I obviously want John and Johannes to win. Because every time they do anything on that dance floor, I I tear up. I do. It's a beautiful thing. It's the first male same-sex couple, Adam, that's ever danced. And they're doing brilliantly. So I'm thrilled. What about you, Grace? What are you watching? Strictly and Bake Off. 
Oh, we're really lowering the tone here. Um, look, you know, you know what you were getting, all right? But I did toy with the idea of Midnight Mass and I did toy with the idea of Squid Game. But I've heard my housemate scream repeatedly watching Squid Game and I'm a bit nervous. Actually, I completely forgot. I have started Squid Game and it's really good. And I'm actually right at the moment, I'm right in the middle of rehearsals with a cast for a play. And I'm making Squid Game references. It's awesome. It's absolutely amazing. The only other thing I've been watching, season six of Fear of the Walking Dead, I'm just really, really enjoying. I mean, it's always tough on the Walking Dead shows when you lose a character that you have loved. I've just gone through that process with one of the the characters from Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm not giving any spoilers away. There's been some really interesting different types of episodes, and I think that they are able to take a few more risks with the spin-off show than they are on the main show. I think this is one of the strongest Fear the Walking Dead seasons. Is Adam going to do the socials now? Is that our favourite thing? I'm going to warm you up for doing it next week, Grace, okay? So this is your last chance to take any notes. I've given up with Neil. He's never going to do them. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TVDNAPod. You can find us on the Book of Faces at TV Space DNA. And if you would like to email us, you can do so at tvdnapod at gmail.com. I don't know who checks that email. I don't know <laughs> if anyone has ever written to that email address. If you are listening to this, what would be really wonderful is if you could email tvdnapod at gmail.com with the words tater tots and then we'll know that the email address is working and people are listening crucially that people are listening so if you could do that just email tvdnapod at gmail.com with the words tater tots and if there's enough demand from listeners on our various social media maybe i will do the social media links one week (laughs) yes please write in campaign let's hashtag Neil does the socials at TV DNA pod hashtag Neil does the socials. Let's get it trending. This is great, Adam, because I, I have very little doubt that that will actually happen. So I'll never have to do the socials because I don't think anybody would do that. Let's and get in... the Pope, not, not the Pope, a Pope, of course. If we get a Pope to tweet about it. Any Pope. Any Pope. <laughs> There's more than one Pope. I think that's us for this week, isn't it? We're <laughs> Let's end it there, shall we? Very much looking forward to the next episode of Succession. I know how frustrated you are, Grace, but with the amount of workload I've got at the moment, I'm loving that this is once a week. Kind of accidentally woke up at five o'clock today. Didn't have to till half six, but I did. And therefore I watched it as soon as I woke up because it's completely on my mind. It's such an amazing series. I'll wait to find out what happens next. Your WhatsApp message woke me up this morning. I've watched it. <laughs> That's the kind of dedication we expect. Okay, and now I know where the level is. I got it. I'm going to suggest that next week we go full fucking beast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm there. Absolutely. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, Grace is gone. Um, no debrief on that. It's just gone. Well, as you know, Adam, famously, I don't like social media and I'm livid that I have to do it as part of my job. <laughs> don't tell anyone that. But yeah, they... Um, no, no one's going to hear this, Grace. Don't no, worry. exactly. It's fine. No, nobody's going to listen to this. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. I mean, I, I found out today 
different Ted, but Ted Cruz is younger than Paul Rudd and Taylor Swift is only a year younger than Adele. So I, I'm, yeah, my, my reality of life has just been blown 